Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 The Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Monday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break. Always can watch the show on the Sauter Heyman Tech uh, video stream, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. You can comment on the text line 402-464-5685 or call there. Their show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. I Martin Luther King Day, Jake. Yes, that's right. A lot of people off work today. Yes. Not us. We were here. A lot of, but would you say a lot of people are off? Yeah, all the, all the banks, um, you know. Schools are out today. Yep. So, so maybe that. So, are, 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 are we? People, does that know, affect it, our listenership? Uh, it might. People might be asleep right now. But if you're awake, you can always text us. Let us know. 402 464 5685. little roll call late in the action here. A late in the action roll call on the text line. Do it. 464 5685. Text us your name, where you're listening from. Is the Baldwin are the Baldwin shop guys Ooh, working? I don't know. Does the, would the city employees work today? Is the Baldwin know. shop active today? Well, there's no plowing to do. The... <laughs> well, they still work. There wasn't a lot of plowing to do, I wouldn't think, over the weekend. Although Harrison had to do some snow removal. Yeah, I did my snow removal. I, I shoveled. My, my, uh, I live like in an area with like 12 townhouses, so I always do all their entryways. You're kidding me. It's gonna take like an hour. Good Samaritan, yeah. Well, no, it's, it's, nice good, it's good exercise and it's good Samaritan things to do, you know. Okay, now, so it's Martin Luther King Day, an important day. We're about, we're about to talk about Iowa football, which concerns me that people will just turn it to a station, no, no. place third eye blind. <laughs> good, um, good third eye blind, by the way. <laughs> Somebody who's in a dour mood over there. I'm not in a dour mood. Oh, but the song. It's yeah. a great song. You came with a bad one today. No, it's a good. 5.8. Um, okay. So here's Five. here's a number that you're gonna want to know. Yeah. How, how about this for two numbers, actually? Okay. If I said these numbers, would people know what I'm talking about? $23 million and zero million dollars. You know what that is? What? That's the difference of buyouts for coaches between Nebraska football and Iowa football. Oof. Go ahead. Explain, because Kirk Ferentz, as we all know, has been in Iowa since 1999, the longest tenured coach in college football. And he's sticking around quite a bit longer. He signed on Friday in extension with Iowa to the 2029 season. Through, through. the 2029 through. season. Through. Which he will then be 74. 74 at the end of it. Yeah, he'll be 74 years old at the end of that season, which would give him 30 years as the head coach of the Iowa Hawkeyes. He effectively, he effectively signed an eight-year, $56 million deal. It's, it's, he's, he's making... He's now going to make seven million per season. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, and I know that um, for some reason I don't know why because he beats us 
all the time. But Nebraska fans make fun of Kirk Ferentz, or people do, because he's it's a boring operation. But guess what? They win football games. They're tough. They they know what they're gonna do. You they know that you you know okay. what they're gonna do. Okay, here's and the they deal. Win. Let's get to right to the heart of this. Now we I have to on the air acknowledge something that I I said in June and July of 2020. Remember what happened in June and July of 2020 at Iowa, Jake? Do you remember? That's when allegations mm. of racial disparities within the Iowa program came to light. Remember that? That was a pretty big was, news story that summer. It was pretty bad. Yeah. Chris Doyle. Yeah. A lot of stuff coming out on Twitter, a lot of social media, a lot. Of, there was a lot of turmoil in that. I, I, I mean, there's, that's not, I mean, I'm not exaggerating. There's a lot of turmoil in that program in June of 2020, July of 2020. You can, I mean, there's a pending lawsuit that will go to trial in 2023, which obviously Iowa's brass are not concerned about, right? Apparently not. Okay. Then, then of course, in the midst of that comes a global pandemic. Okay. All right. That's still prevalent. But what, what does, what does Ferentz do? What does Iowa football do on the heels of that very tumultuous time in the program in two years? The program goes 16 and six with a seven, one record in trophy games, two top 25 finishes and a big 10 West championship. That's how I'll responds to that. That, that I think shows strong leadership. I mean, he had to rectify some issues in his program that were serious. Yep. He apparently has to a pretty large extent because he, well, he just signed a, an extension through 220 through 2029, 2029. And they they win at a high level. They, they won at a high level on the heels of that very difficult time in the program. It's really impressive. It's impressive leadership. And, I'm sure I know why. Well, no, I know there's still people, alumni, prominent alumni that don't think he should be the coach there because of what happened. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, there's still that. Yeah. I wonder what the general sentiment is like what percentage of fans. Yeah. The general sentiment are, are happy that he is being retained versus they think he should go for either, you know, for, for what happened in this. In, you know, well, according, yeah. According to Hawk central, um, Hawks Central, which is I don't know which which organization that is, but Hawks Central writes off the field. Iowa players have commended Kirk Ferentz for the work he's done to make the program more comfortable and inclusive for all players. It's not. I'm, I'm telling you though, there's still there's still criticism in that regard, but not. I mean, I I mean the proof is sort of in the pudding. It can't be that bad in the program if they're winning at that level, right? There can't be horrible locker room issues. Have you heard any outcry for a while? Not for no, not not for a while. Well, keep talking, but where I don't, I don't, I don't recall anything recently where I've heard somebody critical of Kirk Ferentz for the way he's treated people again, or if there's any sort of racial tension at all, right? I haven't heard that since 2020. Maybe there's a story brought up at some point where somebody. 
you know, I, I think. Oh, he's still here a little bit. I, I think I didn't. Akram Wadley say something about it. I don't the know. Running back. I don't know. I, don't I believe he. No, this is back when originally it came out. But ever since then, I just haven't really heard much about it, and and much negativity toward the Iowa program inference from a, a lot of people. Now, I'm not involved in Iowa media all the time. I don't. I don't, I don't look at their mentions. But I don't, I, you, sometimes that stuff blows up and becomes viral. I haven't seen it at all from Iowa. Well. There is news that came out yesterday or recent days that the Iowa Athletics Department, okay, had formed an alumni advisory committee in the wake of players alleging the football program fostered a culture of racism um, and bullying. But the news came out that Ferentz last week abruptly dissolved the advisory committee, the, which is a volunteer group. He just says he thinks it's an appropriate time to do so. Coincides, of course, with his long contract extension. <laughs> um, not the best look. I, it's not the best look for Iowa, I don't think. Um, um, it's He actually decided this back in November, but it just, it just got announced recently. That's the way I understand it. Um, there is a, there is a, former Hawkeye lineman, offensive lineman, David Porter, who suggested to a group in a chain text message on January 2nd that it's time to bring in a new head football coach, football staff, and athletic director. He says Ferentz is loyal to a fault to his staff that will fall on the sword for his son, the offensive coordinator, Brian, Brian. and his staff because he thinks it's the right thing to do. This is what this is what David Porter, the the offensive, the former offensive lineman, said. Former Iowa offensive lineman. The only way I see to save his legacy, protect the program, help those kids, and continue to move forward at the same time, is for Kirk to retire. Now that's just, I mean, so that's that's criticism, mm -hmm. okay? But it, that's not the common criticism, right? Doesn't that's seem one, like it. That feels like it's an outlier, right? Three on Friday, okay, on Friday. Three days after the committee was disbanded. Okay, this is all a little hard to, to put together. But on Friday, three days after the committee was disbanded, that's when Iowa announced Ferentz signed a contract extension through the 2029 season. <laughs> He'll earn $7 million annually before bonuses. Okay. Under the contract, Iowa will pay Ferentz between $42.5 million and $48 48 and a half million, depending on the month, if it were to terminate him next season without cause, they would owe him an excess of 40 million. If he was, if next year goes off the rails and he's fired I, without I cause, that he ain't, no, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. No. Well, the thing is, Iowa doesn't go off the rails. Well, they, they, they are right. So st they're so stable, right? They don't go off the rails. They have guys coming back. Laporte is coming back. Jack Campbell's coming back. I mean, they had the one four and eight year in 2012 when Nebraska won the what they won their division, went to the title game. Right. But other than that, they have been consistently in a bowl game or, or contending for the Big Ten West every year. Every year, it's not pretty. I was, they're, I was, they're just stable, man. I was surprised about this news of the contract extension because Ferentz had said a, not that long ago that he didn't plan to coach after age 70. Okay. So he he changed course on that. 
Okay. Now you're looking at Ferentz coaching through 2029 to age 74. Do you think he makes it all the way? They're recruiting or, at a real high level. Okay, that's that's still that's seven years away now, though. Right. So we'll see, and we'll see. Iowa has has done a really good job again of being a consistent program that's always had a chance to win their division, and is is more more often ranked than not. They're usually a ranked team. They're usually going to a, a good bowl game. And yeah, they're getting guys to the NFL consistently. You know, tight ends. We had talked about Noah Fant, T.J. Hawkinson, all the you know linemen for days, linebackers for days. It they have a program put in place that's working. It's it's stable. But that's why I'm asking: can, can Nebraska, can Nebraska crack that code themselves here? Because I was got it going on. Uh, we would we would beg for stability here as long as it was winning. Stability, yeah. you know, yeah, it's, you it's change up, your it's, tune on all that. It's one thing to to you have change your tune, G. On what? On Iowa, on, on Nebraska's expectation, because you used to rail against Nebraska becoming like Iowa. Well, then Nebraska fell to pieces, right? Yeah, they, yeah, I get it. Right, we did make fun of Iowa because we thought that they were but happy with we, seven and five. Not we, you. And Nebraska was going nine, ten wins, and and we wanted more. Nebraska fans wanted more, and in fact, they got it torn all away from them. Right now, Iowa is a bear. Now, listen to this. Listen to this, though. They're a bear, right? For Nebraska, they're they've been a bear. Nebraska, excuse me, Iowa, in twenty twenty one, just signed the number twenty four ranked class per the twenty four seven Sports Composite, which was its. Iowa's highest finish in over 15 years. Not great. 24 is not great, but it's for Iowa, it's good. This year's class is ranked number 27 and features the highest ranked pro prospect in program history in this safety. Xavier, hard to pronounce his higher, last higher name. Higher than Epinesa. Yeah. Highest ranked pros prospect in program history in this safety and another in-state All-American in defensive lineman Aaron Graves. The Hawkeyes' next class, Jake, the 2023 class, is already ranked number 12. And Iowa is firmly in play for a five-star offensive lineman in state. They have a five-star kid in state. Offensive lineman, Caden Proctor. Okay. Five. Mm -hmm. Hello. And then there's a there's a there's an Iowa football legacy legacy named Kyler Casper, who's a wide receiver. Um now obviously Ference is assured those type of players, the next wave that he's going to be there. Right. Yeah, but he has, but he's been there for a long time and he continues to be a, <laughs> yeah. a guy that just won't go away. Well, Remember the whole well, concept of new Kirk a couple years ago. And that was supposed to be like a different way he operated on the sidelines and how he did the aggressive. offense. Yeah. I mean, a little, he has been a little more aggressive. He's still old Kirk. There's not much new Kirk at all. How about that though? But he, but it works. How about now? Just yeah, we just got to back up. Think about this. The guy has lasted. I mean, all I do is tip my cap to a guy who's lasted twenty three years. That is a, that is in today's day and age that does not happen. Not very. I mean, often. Nick Saban is winning championships. That's why he's been there for so long in Alabama. Alabama, right? You know, he's won. He's winning titles. If he had won one title and was falling short, he might not be the coach at Bama anymore. Right. It's just you don't see coaches go longer than 10 years all that often. And he's at 23. Longest tenured head coach in college football. Amazing. He's the oldest at 67 right now. He's only the eighth oldest, actually. The eighth oldest head coach in college football. Eighth oldest at 67. I don't know who's older. Saban's older. 
Yeah. Is oh, he? There's going to be seven more guys then, or six more guys. Yeah. Anyway, I don't have that list, but he's not the he's the eighth oldest at 67. And, and you can see Ferentz is in good shape. Um, he takes care of himself, obviously. Uh, doesn't seem to be slipping at all. I mean, there's guys that have slipped a little bit, like Les Miles. You know, didn't didn't age as well. Um, you know, people age. Some people age better than others, right? Kirk, I'd say, it's Kirk, first name basis, is aging is aging pretty well. Man, that's big news now. He's there till two through. 2020. He has beaten Nebraska seven straight times. Nebraska has had many chances to beat him in that stretch. Okay. Last year, up by 15 points, lose the game. Shift gears to Nebraska. Starting, I mean, more and more media is recognizing that Frost, Chattel wrote it, Tom Chattel, the Omaha World Herald columnist, wrote about it over the weekend that Frost has made some smart moves um, with his staff, getting Casey Thompson. Um, from the transfer portal from Texas. Um, so I don't, I just, I mean, I think about, think about the possibility of Frost saving this, this operation at Nebraska, saving his hide and continuing on and lasting 23 years. <laughs> would that be something? It would be something. I just can't imagine the consistency of having a coach that long. You know, I know Osborne was here forever. Devaney was here. For, you know, they had you had consistency. In Twenty-three program. years would take Frosty to seventy. Will he, will he be a seventy-year-old Frost on the sidelines? Jake, our, our lines, lines are jacked up. Apparently, according to Harrison. Yeah, and if if you're trying to call, thank you. Yeah, to the show, and you're not getting through. Harrison, our EP, has just informed us that the lines are jacked up. That can make things interesting for the game show next segment. Then, oh God, hopefully we get a call in there. I know what people are trying I'll to do. I'll tell you least. who else's lines are jacked up. It's Nebraska. <laughs> 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 Harrison's laid it out there perfectly. Well, mainly the offensive line, not so much the defensive line, or really not really the defensive line. And I wouldn't even say the defensive line's jacked up. It has been, um, but not this not this year. Yep. What, so, what are you hearing from the people? Uh, let's see. The people. Okay, the us. phone lines are jacked yeah, up. The text line's fine. The text line's fine. It, it, it was jacked up Friday. It's back, though. Um, this is predictable. Okay. Hey, Sip, how many titles does Chris, does Kirk Ferentz have? Yeah, none. Well, he has a Big Ten title. How many? He? How many natties? He said. How no, many no natties? natties. No Kirk. natties. No natties. No natties. Um. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> if someone says if Frost lasts twenty three years, Sip. I would kiss your butt until we drew a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting uh, phrase. Okay. Right. Interesting phrase. Uh, Space Cadet says, we had winning stability with Pelini and everyone complained. Uh, stability and Pelini don't really match up. Um, <laughs> the winds were there. <laughs> yeah. Then there's other stuff. There were problems. I mean, I don't, I don't mean that recklessly either. I mean, the... The administration created a bad situation for Bo, and he didn't respond that well. Meaning, when they hired Eichhorst, Bo knew his fate, and he knew what he was up against. And I think it, you know, it was difficult for him. Clearly, it's difficult for him to handle. Okay, mm -hmm. Iowa. Think about it, Jake. I mean, think about the conversation. Gary Barda and 
and Kurt Ferentz have a very strong relationship. Okay. Bart is very supportive of Ferentz. Do you think that has anything to do, Jake? You listening? I'm listening. Do you think that has anything to do with Iowa beating Nebraska seven times? Is Iowa's stability at the top of the athletic department versus Nebraska's this this recent trend of instability? Not not talking about so much about well, not now, not with Trev Alberts, but I mean, when you go back over the years, the relationship between Peterson Solich, the relationship between Icorse Pelini. Um, I mean, it, it wasn't perfect with Moose and Frost. Barda Ferentz, on the other hand, same page. They're on the same page, and they have been for a long time. Right. And, and they are going forward for seven more years. I mean, 30 years. it matters, Jake. That stability matters, okay? <clears throat> Ferentz tied for first in the Big Ten. In 2004, seven and one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tied for first in 2002. So 2002, eight and oh. The Brad Banks time. Yeah. 2002, eight and oh in the league. 2004, seven and one in the league, tied for first. Um, those were the, those were the, though, that's it. That's it. Well, Kirk Ferentz again. Uh, 2002 and 2004. Well, he's had a good run though, still, and he has the run is not over yet. He's got. Well, they just got went seven ten more and four. He's got seven more years to go. They just went ten and four. So we'll see if he makes it to the end of the tenure, or if if, if he resigns. I don't know. If he, there's no sign of that. He'll, he'll probably retire at Iowa in, in twenty after the 2029 season. Yeah, yeah. And that's and they're, they're just going to be fine with it. Iowa knows what they have. they have. They know their product. They know it's not sexy. They know it wins enough games to be competitive, and have a chance to win the West. And hopefully some year can win the championship. Just went, seven, just went seven and two in the league. Yeah, it worked. It wasn't always pretty, but guess what? They won. Before we get to break, it is our day to give out Beatrice Bakery Care Package today. We always appreciate the work of Lincoln Fire and Rescue, and we'll give today's package to Station 8 at 2760 South 17th, 17th and Van Dorn. They will give them a care package today wow. because of all the work they do. Obviously, it's a very tif- difficult job being a firefighter, and we appreciate the fire and rescue out there. So Station Absolutely. 8. Today will be our recipient of our Beatrice Bakery Care Package. You can always buy your own gifts at BeatriceBakery.com. Liqueur cakes, coffee cake, fruit cakes, and more. Again, we we thank you to our guys, Rick and the staff at Beatrice Bakery, for providing this. And today, Station 8 of Lincoln Fire and Rescue at 17th and Van Dorn is our recipient of our care package. When we come back, we will get to – I don't like giving Tom Brady praise. You know that. I am a Tom Brady hater. As a Dolphins fan, throw that word around a lot, but I'm going to give him some praise. And is there a chance this guy plays till he's 50 years old? I don't see why he can't. It's up next on early break in the ticket. Did you know that yearly Medicaid renewals will start again soon? This means millions of people who were enrolled in Medicaid during the pandemic may no longer be eligible for coverage. If this may impact you, the good news is you have options. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield can help answer your questions so you can find an affordable health plan for you and your family. We want you to feel confident you're covered. Click to learn more. Policy exclusions and limitations apply. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is the trade name of Anthem Health Plans, Inc. 